Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to, and I kid you not, Electrify on Spotify and many other worldwide podcasts for yours ears truly. And why I say, I kid you not, because this is a very special day. We have hit episode five. You're witnessing a milestone. A milestone! What a week it has been for me. It's been a trying week, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a hard week. It's been a week that has tested my grit. But I am tip-top full of that man and woman and lady and gentleman. I almost wasn't going to make the podcast today on this Sunday because I have so much work to do. I've got to and I will and I'm here and I said I would no matter what. Keep it up on a Sunday. Right and rain comes shine. Come thunder. Come whatever it may be. I made a promise to you to keep on going. And that's what I'm going to do. All right. Now, it's been quite something this week. I've uh, had a birthday. Oh, thank you very much. Congratulations. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, don't worry about the, the postcards. It the was good. Whatever cards that you may be these days. I don't send them. Uh, just... A simple listening to my podcast and enjoying it, Why no not? problem. Wow, you yeah. asked me my age. I don't care. I'm 37. 37? 37 years old. <laughs> Middle age now. The thought. Jeez Louise, where has... Longer than a young Anyway, getting back to it. Now, today we're going to be talking about a lot of interesting points. Hopefully. Because I feel like it needs to be said that meetings, meetings, and more meetings is not necessarily a good idea. Uh, we'll also be talking about more on the stoic perspectives, seven rules that can help you have a more calm and rational life. We'll be looking at how many friends do you actually have to have in this day and age. We're talking about good friends on the whole, that you could count on in an emergency situation and they could count on you. And if you don't have any friends and you're in that situation, just call 999 or 911 or whatever the, the number is. Um, but, you know, we'll also be looking at what is meaningful, what awakens the soul and to the heart of being, being a good man, being a good woman, being a better person and what makes you think what makes you tick and what can help you tick in a good way so before we say anything i just say one thing let's get this out there ladies and gentlemen let's keep sharing because sharing is caring depending on what you're sharing but i know that what we're sharing is and it's going to get bigger and it's going to get better and it's going to keep going so please follow uh follow this electrify episode the podcast and rate it five stars much appreciated let's get down to business 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 so looking at meetings right i don't know about you but i'm not a fan of meetings that go beyond and this is absolutely necessary sort of even half an hour I think a lot of these meetings that go on for an hour, sometimes an hour and a half, could be done in 10 minutes. Now granted, I am a red and yellow personality in terms of my characteristics, dominated mainly by red characteristics. What the heck is he talking about? Well, I'm talking about, and you can see what I'm talking about in the diagram on uh, red, 
yellow, green, blue spectrum from the book, quote, Surrounded by Idiots, unquote, that I have certain characteristics that can be good, can be bad, can be in the middle. So, example being, I like speed. Speed, Uh, I can be quite intense. I can be rather straightforward, goal-orientated, ambitious, pushing, convincing, and impatient. Now, just as all of these things can be good, they can also be bad, just like with the green, yellow, uh, and blue type of personalities, characteristics. So, therefore, I, I want meetings to just be to the point. I would much rather you just get to the point, Dude. say exactly what you're trying to do. Say what you if mean. If you need group consensus, put it out there, and then come up with key actions of what you plan to deliver that we can look back on in our next meeting. Not sort of talking about, well, you know, this is interesting and that could be something else or something here, something there. No, just get to the point. Okay, so that's where I'm at on that one. I don't know about you, if you agree. I think there'll be a lot of people that actually agree with me. And uh, I really just love the idea of just get to the point stoic perspectives is our next segment stoic perspectives seven key takeaways seven rules for your delivery and your helpful peace of mind what does this carry on talking about well I'm talking about the philosophy of Stoicism that emphasizes strength and resilience. So, number one, a philosophy, you could say, a rule that is all about prohibiting speaking negatively about oneself. This means that you should not engage in negative, self-depreciating talk, even in the privacy of your own mind. Marcus Aurelius would say, quote, don't be overheard complaining, not even to yourself, unquote. Why? Because you want to protect your confidence and your mental well-being. You should be, in my opinion, it's your, your opinion. own best champion. Not, not I suffered from not doing that a few years back by constantly being not my best sort of champion egging myself on, but being my worst enemy in many ways. But come on, Ed! You could do better than that. You could do Why it. didn't you do those 15 tasks that I put on your to-do list today? Why not? <laughs> do it, man. Do it. And then it, 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 if do I it. You know, only achieved half of them, I would feel like I let myself down. I let everyone down. You and then probably did. I, I'd be down in the sort of mental mire of the dumps in a sort of dump truck, sort of yeah. despairing. And, and it's it really not a good place to be. But it... If you actually change that around, at least for me, it can actually be quite helpful. Like, all right, mate, look, you know, that that went well. Not so well, but at least you tried. Now you can improve on that. And this one, crikey, yeah, yeah, that looks like it's a a bit of a humdinger, causing a bit of anxiety. All right, all right, let's apply the 10 sort of day rule. Is it going to matter in 10 days? Is it going to matter in 10 weeks? Is it going to matter in 10 years? You know, and if it's going to matter in 10 weeks, and you probably should figure it out, right? Especially in 10 days, uh, look for that solution. Number two, don't boast about self improvement. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I can't tell you how unattractive it is when someone is banging on about 
how good their life is with respect to what they've achieved and uh, being openly uh, garish, boastful. It's just a really unattractive trait. Epictetus, a prominent Stoic philosopher, would say to us something along the lines, I believe, strive to come better, but do it with discretion and humility. Don't just do it to show the world. Self-improvement is a personal journey, right? It's not for applause and recognition. No one likes a boaster. Good point, yes. You know, don't, for instance, uh, say, hey, look at this new watch. I've got an Amiga. Look at that sexy, sexy beast. Don't you love it? Not really. Uh, People might think you're a bit of a... Uh, and it could be for any number of material things or you know you just walk into the room and say I've got a PhD pretty huge serious about interesting it. I'm a pretty huge Absolutely. dealer oh, why not? of the the nerd kind and uh, <laughs> you might not be so good at applying what you've learned in one specific big wind uh, no, I don't respect people with PhDs at all but my love being is, is that love you know it, it's just something that people could look up right and it, achievements that should just be something that can people can look up find just by you going about your daily lives not by shouting about it in people's faces so a silent and steadfast pursuit i think is key allowing our results to naturally shine through and inspire others let your actions and results do the talking not your mouth. Yes. Number three, mm-hmm. don't be a gluttonous fool. Especially with reference to drinking and food. The virtue of moderation is an essential principle to embrace. And I'm not in any way perfect here. You know, in the past Certainly. I've had a few but. too many. Uh, yep. You know, you don't want to do that at a wedding. Just a um, maybe I've eaten too much, certainly over Christmas, and I still haven't got rid of this uh well how can we say podge but uh i know i have that six pack underneath so it's it's not a depressing (laughs) situation (laughs) but what i'm saying is trying to keep in mind for myself hopefully helpful for your others is the pendulum swing on the far left or the far right you have drinking too much you know it might give you a temporary escapism but the, the higher trade-off to burdening your body and mind, your behaviour, uh, which can result to sort of sometimes permanent consequences, it can be pretty uh, sort of seriously uh, deprecating to yourself. So I'd just be mindful of that, ladies and gentlemen. You know, if, if you can't moderate in that area, then go teetotal, buddy. Um, Nothing wrong with that. But... It's, it's not for me to say what you need to do and where you're at or what have you but Certainly then not. there's the eating so on the other side on the other side of the pendulum now moderation in eating is, is a, certainly a good idea so you, you don't become sort of uh, obese and if you can't handle moderation keep trying because I wouldn't say like with drinking that you just stop you have to eat so uh, please understand, I'm not saying that you should try not eating. Number four, don't be a big mouth. In this fast-paced, talkative world, 
listen more than you speak. You have two ears and one mouth for a reason. In the modern era, this seems even more crucial. Because I don't know about you, but haven't you noticed? You've got all these people on Facebook, Instagram, sort of, look at me, look at my life, look at that, look at this, look at that. Shut up, I don't care. You know, just be cool. In a world full of noise and nonsense, being an attentive listener separates you apart and helps foster trust and good relations. Right? It is about giving someone your undivided attention. I'm not saying you have to do that when you've got people virtue signalling and trying to show you their best lives and nothing of their worst on social media. No, feel free to ignore that or just come off those sites entirely. I'm saying that when you're with someone, you know, you meet up to, to have a coffee or whatever, or you're, you're in a meeting with them, you don't get your phone out and start looking stuff up because looking through their work pages in order to bring something up. Don't just try and find an escape instead of actually being in the conversation, being there, being in the moment. Moment. <laughs> it's a new, very posh way of saying moment. So the Zenos uh, philosopher, the age-old advice is key, I think, even more so than it was back when he was about. You have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Number five. Don't be too focused on the future. Stay in the present moment where possible. Not always the most easiest thing to do, especially if you you know, you, you've got concern for the future or about the past, etc. I would recommend that it's not easy, but it is doable and you can get better and better at it. And I would strongly suggest, if you haven't already, you read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And he's got a, a pretty decent podcast as well that you can check out. Just type in Eckhart Tolle and have some fun with it. And maybe even join a group to talk about the book. I did that once and it was thoroughly enjoyable. Number six, don't be ungrateful, please. There's, there's nothing quite like an ingrate. And it's essential that, in my opinion, you never spout sort of out, you're not appreciative of anything. Life is a gift. Now granted, if uh, you've got sort of no legs and and um, one arm or you know you're really having a tough time I understand why that it can be difficult I understand I really do but however I, I would suggest um, I'm really sorry to, to hear that if you only have um, yes. you know he's trying or, he's trying uh, sort of a one arm and one leg you're missing some limbs or, or whatever it may be uh, that's tough stuff but I, I would suggest that being grateful, no matter what, certainly helps your mental well-being. Even if it's difficult, mm -hmm. I believe yeah. that being an ingrate in its many forms is an ugliness. And being grateful is a mass massively positive power. Sure. Number seven, why complaining doesn't help. When we complain about something, it doesn't actually... Uh, in most cases result in a positive change and a solution very rarely. I can't think of actually one time where it actually has now that doesn't mean mm. you can't speak up and say this doesn't work you know and I think I've got this solution I think we should give it a go how about that I'm excited I don't know if you're excited I think let's get it let's 
get down to business and see yes. if it works. I mean, you don't have to say it like that. You can say it, I have a good idea. And uh, I think that what we have in motion at the moment is a load of tosh. Um, whatever way. But just simply spouting out that something else in your work life, personal life or whatever is not working and just moaning, whinging, whining, groaning about how it doesn't work with no solution in place is not only boring, it's ugly, it's sort of sapping on people's positive energy, just even their, their just neutral energy. It's kind of like you're a Dementor, sort of going around trying to suck out the life of everybody. People don't appreciate it. Unless you found another counterpart, another counter-dementor, and then you feed off each other's negative energy. Well, you know, go and be in a room by yourselves and leave, leave the other folk alone. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. Uh, so lost. there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The seven rules for a more rational, calm life. I hope you enjoyed it. And that, let's get think. down to the third segment. Mm. I would like to... Bring it in with speed. <laughs> friends. How many good friends? How many? Hey, many. Old buddy, old buddy, old buddy, old buddy, old pal. People do so many in their lives. <laughs> According to Robin Dunbar, professor of evolutionary psychology at the University of Oxford and author of Friends. Now, I don't mean Friends, the series, the, the wonderful series I thoroughly enjoyed in America, you might be surprised to hear that it's not as many as you might think. Robin found that the future symptoms of depression are minimized if you have about five friends in your support culture. But what if you have just one best friend and they are all you need? You don't need anyone else because my best friend, Tony, he's always there for me. No one else can see him, but that doesn't matter. You think we need to um, see someone? No, no, really? uh, joking aside, five well, seems so. the optimum number. According to Dunbar, we can have up to actually 150 meaningful relationships. 150? What are you talking about? Well, no, it's including family members, and it's on the sense of you know, you say you bump into a friend that you have had a meaningful Don't relationship agree. with, and you know you're at the departure lounge, one a.m., and you say hello. You clap them on the back. You say, "Hey, buddy. Hey, mate. All right, Tony. You know, Tony, my imaginary mate. Uh, I actually did have an imaginary it's friend sad. called Tony when I was uh, five <laughs> years did. old. So I keep asking him to come back and have a chat with me. He's moved on. He doesn't want to talk. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> anyway, uh, hey Sarah, hey Mac, what's up, Jack? You get the picture, right? And seen you in ages. Not really. It's I didn't know what you're talking about. This reciprocal relationship, in the sense that, and you can determine this, I say, as a litmus test. If you ask them to do you a solid, not that kind of solid, it's but disgusting. a favour, like a, a, hey, do you mind uh, scratching my back? I've got a scratcher yeah. that I can scratch yeah. yours with as well. Uh, we're not literally talking about scratching backs, but yeah, you, know, you just notch. need a favour with this or that. They might even be a little bit out on the shore, on their dinghy in your friendship circle. They might 
sort of do that favour for you, provided it's sort of reasonable, a little reluctantly, but they would do it because there's a sense of that obligation that people have as they're in the friendship mm. layer cake, like peeling back a spring cake. onion. The more you peel, the more it makes you cry. Stop peeling, please! I hope it doesn't hurt. Um, looking at how many, so we talked about five. I had a best friend called James. We were in a band together in our 20s called The Revelers, and we were going to make it. Certainly that's what we told ourselves, and uh, we, we were playing as much as we could. We even went to a recording studio. We laid down some tracks, and I'm proud, actually, to this day of. Uh, six years ago, he checked out early. God bless his soul. Uh, he was such a Goodness. talented musician and a good friend, and he yeah. had a heart full of gold and a sense of playfulness, you know, Indeed. where we could just laugh about stuff for hours. Um, now, it wasn't hard for me to spend time with him because we just naturally enjoyed each other's company. I mean, the reason I'm telling you this is that I came across one of our old tracks that a mate of mine actually sent to me from 11 years ago, and it sent me Very down good. memory lane with a smile and a bit of a heavy heart. Right. So right I have put down two of the tracks that we played uh, the, the, the one called EJ 1.2 on SoundCloud that was our favourite one which was it called Always Be don't know why we put EJ 1.2 on there you have to ask me nine years ago when it went up there Rather but um, yeah good times and why do I carry on about that well how do we make our friendships last I mean we had a good relationship because we had a mission and our mission was to get that music out there. Even if it was cut short, I don't regret any of the time that I spent with James. And, uh, you know, it was meaningful. And the point being is, yes. is that, you know, you have to put in the time. Maintaining a friendship boils down to spending time with people in the flesh. So make that time mm -hmm. and effort to meet up with your friends, especially if they are close friends in that, say, top five you could have more than a top five if you wish you might have a top ten uh, but my mum always used to say that if you can count your good friends you know people that I've said in that sort of relation uh, sort of criteria on more than your your fingers your thumbs and you haven't got enough time for them so just Very have true. a think about it because I'm not talking about the the friends that you have on Instagram on Facebook people that you talk to every now and again on a social media platform that you haven't seen for years sorry um, unless that's family and they're abroad you know and it's very difficult to see them they're not your real good friends ladies and gentlemen they are not your real friends that's how sure. i see it you, yeah. you should be seeing your good friends sort of you know mm -hmm. face to face in the flesh throughout the year as much as you can just face my opinion face, yes. but that's what I believe um, I would like agree. to say that you know keeping up with showing up and making you it happen is something there. that I'm trying to do Let with this get. podcast I'm, I'm going off the cuff here this isn't written down or prepared um, and I've been looking up the numbers you know almost every day actually let's be honest every day <laughs> Who's, who's listened since yesterday? Oh, come on, come on. Um, should I, I do a sort of blog? Should I put all my notes up on there? 
Should I do a quiz? Uh, what could I do to help action this revolution of electrifying our souls together to unite to talk about the topics of what we deem as interesting or what I hope you think is interesting that I'm talking about and if you ever want to let me know what you think is interesting I do have a Proton email just look in the section at the top of Electrify and you will see what I'm talking about um, so you know what is it all about when it's difficult when it's tough when you just think you know what I'm, I just I just it's when you get past that novelty phase and you just think is anybody out there <laughs> well I'm going to carry on and I hope that you carry on good, with me man, and together on, I, I will be with you on this journey and we will make things happen on a on a scale that is going to compound it's going to increase it's going to get better and it's going to go all the way because there's one thing that I know and it's that when we were in that band with James I really believed that we were going to be the next sort of rock and blues stars we were going to make that happen yes. and you know whether we would have or not i believe we would have we would have oh certainly had had that that prominent moment and a series mm. of when that faded when that heart goes up died somewhat i have this opportunity to carry on living and yes, you to do. have the yeah. creative exploits carry on living mm. through me Good through Mr. Cooper. what he wanted to achieve through me and yes. I say never give up I say never up I say keep yeah. going all the way because I got rhythm yeah <laughs> if I just woke no. up to neighbours then it shouldn't be asleep at 2.36 in the afternoon I don't care about that Tony and uh, at the end of the day, I think, why not? Even if you have a lack of sleep, if you get what you wanted to out there and you feel that fulfillment, geez, yeah. that's worth more than money. That's worth something real. That's worth something sort of going right to the source of. Hold your course and head straight for the source. All the way. Rhythm. Right, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to... Uh, sort of kill your ears with nah, rhythm <laughs> so I'm going to sort of come to a close and say thank you so much for listening in I hope you enjoyed I hope it was everything you ever yep. wished for and I hope this is loud enough yeah. why, why is that like that oh dear yeah. oh dear what did you do <laughs> Apologies for, how can we say, that pretentious, rather somewhat irritant, who's been making the commentary for a bit of giggles. We've just had quite the evening, so I had left after thinking, oh, I might be able to get this podcast and done before I see my old friend, but it was not so, and I thought I'd come back and edit it, only to find that next door, 
had been on fire. And when I say on fire, I mean seriously on fire. And no sort of hoo-ha here, it's very sad. Uh, I didn't know next door well, they just had new occupants. Um, but someone has passed away and I've just been let back in and I had my kitten upstairs in my humble abode. So I kept on saying, please let me see my kitten. Uh, but then I found out someone passed away. So uh, I went to the chicken shop because to be fair, it was not the first thing I thought of. That's where they went. Um, that's where they said go to. But uh, quite sad news, I must say. And I apologise for the the slight recording levels. I recorded the whole thing, but didn't see that the recording level was set to 36, when it should be set to the max. So I tried to amplify the noise for your electrifying pleasure, uh, but it was not so. I amplified it, and I hope that it was reasonable for you. I didn't want to re-record something that I felt was on the on the money to begin with and if it wasn't on the money it was at least on the entertainment sphere uh, so over and out to all of you with uh, good things coming for the next episode and I did actually say that I was going to do a skit didn't I I want to be true to my word a skit what does this mean by such a thing called a skit <laughs> skit skit of the day I never said in the last episode I was going to do a skit. Yes, you did. I see. You want that skit. You want a skit. That's going to make the skit of skits. Well, in that case, ladies and gentlemen, that is the skit. Now, I, I will do a good skit for you. Just bear with. I've, I've just had my next door neighbor, which I didn't even know, uh, come to a, a very sad ending. And, um, you know, it's quite a shock. It could have been easily us. And I hope that my next door neighbour is now in heaven. And, uh, and and God bless. Anyhow, have a good week ahead. And no matter what happens, I hope that you electrify the positives and go through this life with one thing in mind. That being... some real rhythm that's what I'm talking about over and out and much love